Hello, brothers and sisters. I am elated to be with you today. We're talking about the origins of salvation. Hallelujah. Father, the entrance of thy words give it light. Holy Father, you give it understanding unto the simple. I pray, Father, for the hearers of these words, that the spirit of wisdom and revelation will be upon them, and that you will give them a divine understanding of the knowledge of your will for their life. Bless them, Father, to have, Lord, a revelation of the knowledge of your will for their life and all wisdom and spiritual understanding. I ask you, Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus. Let's go to Jeremiah, the first chapter. It says, Then the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Before I formed thee, well, hold up, Jeremiah, the first chapter, and that verse four. Then the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. So God knew Jeremiah before he was being formed. Think about it. Just think about it. God told him this, that I know, I knew you. I guess he's of age now when God talking to him, right? So God is telling him when he was, he's of age, just like he's telling you now while you are of age. He is telling you just like he told Jeremiah before you was formed in the belly, he knew you. So he told Jeremiah before I was, I formed thee in the belly. I knew thee. He's saying that to you also. And before thou came forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee. Listen to that. And ordained thee a prophet unto the nations. So God gave him a divine call before he was born, while he was being formed. God gave him a divine call. He knew him before he was being formed. But while he was being formed, God said he sanctified thee. See, before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. And before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee. And I ordained thee a prophet unto the nations. Now, how many have seen a baby in the womb talk? You know, they can't talk, right? They can cry, but they can't talk. Because they hadn't learned yet, right? But watch this. Watch this. Then said I, Oh, Lord God, behold, I cannot speak, for I am a child. Now, how, if, if he can't talk, how is he talking? God is talking to him in his spirit, man. Even before he's communing on the earth, God is speaking to him in his spirit, man, when he's being formed. Isn't that amazing? Think about that. Your little newborn baby, God can commune with him, even though he's a newborn infant. God can commune. And he and he had a revelation. He knew that he couldn't speak. Check, check that out. He knew he couldn't speak. So he said, oh, Lord God, behold, I cannot speak for I am a child. But the Lord said unto me, say not, I am a child, for thou shalt go to all that I shall send thee. And whatsoever I command thee, thou shalt speak. Okay. And then he said, be not afraid of their faces for I am with thee to deliver thee, said the Lord. Then the Lord pulled forth his hand and touched my mouth. And the Lord said unto me, behold, I have put my words in thy mouth. See, I have set, I have this day set thee over the nations and over the kingdoms. 
to root out and to pull down and to destroy and to throw down, to build and to plant. Now, the, the reason I'm talking about this, because it was important to God that Jeremiah knew that he already knew him. It was important. It is, it is important to God that you know that he already knew you and you are known by him now. And if you're hearing my words, he want to make himself known to you even more. And so let's go back to Genesis, the second chapter. And so we're talking about the form, the form you write, which is on a lot, another level, a lower level. Genesis two and seven, it says, and the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils, the breath of life and man became a living soul. Now we know the, the first Adam was a living soul, but the second Adam, which is Jesus Christ is a quickening spirit. Uh, the word quicken means to make a lie. At verse 15, and the Lord God took the man and put him in the garden, right? Of Eden to dress it and to keep it. And the Lord, and the Lord God commanded the man saying of every tree of the garden, thou mayest freely eat. But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. Now, it's, it's not God's will that a man should perish, right? We know that from reading scripture. It's not God's will that man should perish. So God gave a man a, a law. Did God know man was going to break that law? He sure did. Why is he giving it? Because he desires relationship and want, want men to appreciate him. He want men to, to know that all they need is him. That he want men to have a revelation that high, of his greatness and all that you need is him. So when he gave this man his law, God already knew he wasn't going to be able to keep it right. He knew that already. So we talk about the origins of salvation. I'm getting to that. And so then the Lord says, not good for man to be alone. And then um, I'll make him a help me. And, and out of the ground, the Lord God formed every beast of the field. And every follow that and brought them unto Adam to see what he would call them. Keeping with protocol, God is going to let the name of the things in the earth be whatever Adam calls it. The same protocol today. God does not uh, break his protocol. Things of the earth is going to go according to what you call it. If God want to do something in the earth, he has to have a man prophesy because he has given man dominion over the earth. That's why he brought the things to Adam to see what he would call it. God could have named it, but he didn't because he had just given Adam dominion over the earth. Now, I want you to remember all this because that's why I've been teaching on righteousness and all that, because you are to call it. You know, uh, in certain circles, it should be a slang where oh, I can't call it, but you can. The Bible said you can call it. You can call those things that be not as though they were. So God brought an Adam to see what he going to call it. And whatsoever Adam called every living creature, that was the name thereof. <coughs> now, let's go to the uh, next chapter. In chapter three, they, they, break the, they break the covenant by eating from the tree, right? And at verse 22, it said, And the Lord God said, Behold, 
The man has become as one of us to know good and evil. And now least he put forth his hand and take also of the tree of life and eat and live forever. Therefore, the Lord God sent him forth from the garden of Eden to till the ground from whence he was taken. So he drove out the man and he placed at the east of the garden of, of, of Eden cherubims and a flaming sword which turned every way to keep the way of the tree of life. How many know the tree of life is Jesus? That's what I believe. He is the tree of life. He is the tree of life. You know, one place it said, I see man as trees. When Jesus played for, for blind man, I think that was uh, revealing uh, uh, parables and metaphors. You know what I mean? I believe that's what it was. But but really, this is what I'm getting to in, in Genesis 4 and at verse 3. It says at, ver at the second half of verse 2, it says, uh, and Abel was a keeper of sheep, but Cain was a tiller of the ground. And in the process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought up the fruit of the ground and offered unto the Lord. And Abel, he also brought of the firstlings of his flock and the fat thereof. And the Lord had respect unto Abel and to his offering, but unto Cain and to his offerings, he had not respect. And Cain was very wroth and his countenance fell. Now, this is a perfect example of law and grace. One person want to get salvation by what he done done, the other one bringing blood. And Abel knew the, the way to God was through blood by revelation. Because man sinned and ate from the tree of good and evil, the only way back in fellowship is the blood of Jesus or the blood of an innocent one. I got a lot of explaining to do, but I'm out of time. Be blessed.